All right, let's go. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say we receive illumination. There is no contradiction in this atmosphere. We, found, we find ourselves as we find you in the scriptures. And we say there is precision, there is accuracy. And we learn how to follow the leading of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Matthew 28. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Now you see Jesus telling his disciples to go teach the gospel. There is a mode of teaching. In the Greek, it's called the dashi. That is the dache. That is D-I-C-A-H-E. The dache. That's, that's, that's what we call a mode of teaching. That is a systematic way of teaching. How many of you have studied... Um, how many of you have done maths before? And you know the... You, you've seen the answer at the back. At the back of your textbook. So you know the answer. You not do wuru to the answer. You just do walk, walk. You just walk your way and just say the answer is 8. How many of you have done something like that before? Only the name of looking at the back of the textbook to find out the answer. <laughs> Me, I used to do very well because I don't like maths. So we just look at the answer at the back. Two S's go to and the, and the answer at the back say one. You would join everything to just say it is one. <laughs> so the Dache is a mode of teaching. A mode of teaching means a mode of communication. A mode of communication. That is, there is a way to arrive at the truth. There is a way to arrive at the truth. So the truth of the scriptures are to be arrived at. If you listen to forgiveness of sin, you will understand I said, I did not answer that question. The question of that, of that series of what is forgiveness of sin. Look at how many tracks it took me to answer that question. I got to track three or four before I gave the full explanation of what that thing means. Now, there is a mood of communication. There is a mood of teaching. So, the dachi, so a believer must learn how to follow the mode of teaching. So, don't just say, Jesus is the, Jesus is the hand of the Lord. No, no, no. Walk the person through. See, we, ought to, we have to influence this other on how to arrive at the truth. The truth of the scriptures is to be arrived at. You don't just do, what somebody asks you, what's the, what's the, what's the name of this thing? And, so, and you say, Jesus. No, no, no. Show the person why we are saying Jesus. Walk the person through on why we are saying Jesus. Such that even in the subject of the leading of the Spirit, like I told you before, it has to be taught. It has to be taught. And we have been trying all our best for the past four weeks to arrive at certain truth. Like I told you, this is a series I will be teaching every year. So get used to it. And we are studying how we can follow God or listening to the leading of the Spirit by the written word. I've explained to you last week, I said that we, we can listen via the written word. The written word is God's instruction to us. We read the epistles and we'll find instructions such as prayer, such as the ministry of reconciliation, walking in love, submission to authority, honor and respect for leaders. 
when we read and meditate the scriptures, gathering with fellow believers, when we be well focused, with, we can understand how God leads us subjectively by the written word. The written word is God's primary way of leading his people. So you will see that even in this in the epistles, like I've told you before, the epistles are the explanation of the scriptures. So when you want to read the Bible or when you want to read from the epistles, you will understand that the epistles derived a truth. So ours is to find out, just like what Paul said in Ephesians 3, he said, whereby when you read, you will find my knowledge, you will understand my knowledge in the mysteries of Christ. So when we read the epistles, the epistles is God's instructions to us. The epistles is God's explanation of his person to us. The epistles is God's way of us understanding who he is and understanding the entire Bible. So we pick instructions from the epistles, the leading of the spirit, the spiritual growth. So that spiritual growth too. And spiritual growth is in the epistles. That's why you're reading 1 Peter 2 verse 2 where it says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. You're reading um, 2 Peter 3 18. It says, And grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You read in Acts 20 verse 32, Ephesians 4 verse 15 and 20. All those explanations shows the reality of who the believer in Christ is. And the instructions on how to conduct ourselves in the written word. So when we read and walk in the light of the written word, We will understand how God leads his people. The primary way God leads us is via the written word. Learn that today. That is why spiritual growth is necessary for you as a believer. Why are we teaching? Why are we still listening to messages? Why are we saying, study the word? If you don't understand the word, you can't understand how God leads. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, even if you don't understand the word, you know you will pray wrongly. You will not understand how to pray. If you don't understand the word, you will not understand how to worship. If you don't understand the word, you will not understand how to flow in the things of the spirit. So the word is primary for the believer. Understanding the written word is primary for the believer. In other words, the epistles is where we find our evidence. That's why you read in 2 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 17, where it says, As from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, who is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And as is all scriptures, is given by the inspiration of God, which is profitable for doctrine, for instruction, in righteousness, that a man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I will say is the word scriptures or the word when it's let's go back to that second Timothy 3 15, where it now says, um, as from a child now, the word child is from the word breakfast. You know that before already. Holy scriptures. No, I don't want to touch on that one. Let me touch on um let me touch on where it says all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God, which is profitable. Many of you should have gotten accustomed to this. Profitable is from the Greek word called opelimos, O P. H-E-L-I-M-O-S O-P-H-E-L-I-M-O-S Profitable It means to convince men It means to convince men 
It means to convince men of the truth. That's profitable. Where it now says, all scriptures is given by the Spirit of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for teaching. Doctrine is now the word. Profitable is opelimus, which that means to convince men. So the scripture is given to convince men. Doctrine, that is the daskalia now, is given for teaching. 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 So, I want to explain something about teaching to you. Teaching can be, like, like I was explaining earlier, teaching can be a didache. That is a mode of communication. You see that a teacher, just like when you get to, go to nursing school. Why am I using nursing school? God forbid. Nah, I don't work with darkness. <laughs> when you get to... Sorry, nursing... No, don't sorry, nursing student. When you get to law school or English school or people that are like studying something in that Jesus approved, when you get to something like that, you will see that the mode of communication is different. They don't just wake you up in part one or in your first year and just say, enter the lab. No, why am I still saying lab? No, enter the theater room. No, no, no. That's still something like that. Enter, enter the church to preach. <laughs> I'm just joking. Enter um, the court. Hey, hey. They don't wake you up and say, exactly. Ah, sorry. Uh, I think I've been, I've been working with these darkness people too much. That's why. Um, <clears throat> They don't just wake you up one day and say, enter the court. No, no, no. They have to teach you. They will, eat you. They will arrive you at a point and say, oh, you are ready. And you just go. It's just like when you started. You did not start entering the hospital the first year you started school. They took you systematically and ensured that you were built up to that point. Do you get what I'm saying? So when it says it is profitable for doctrine, the scriptures ask the convincing power to teach you. And it's for reproof. Reproof from the word Elenos. That is, it's at evidence. The scripture gives you evidence. The scripture gives you evidence. It gives you evidence. Sorry, you want to hear this? Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, people. I love this fellowship. Oh my goodness. But Elenos. <clears throat> e -L -E -N -C -H -O -S. That is, the scripture is given for us for reproof. So that is, it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof. For correction, correction is the word epanotosis. Epanotosis. E P. Is it, you can you should not spell out epanotosis. Just the same way I said E P. A N O R T H O S I S. E P. A N O R T H O I O S I S. Why are we giving you all of these things? It's so that you get back home, check it, cross-reference it. And go over it again on your own. So, it means to reprove evidence. It means giving for evidence. Epanotosis means to restore things to their proper use of place. So the scriptures was given for that for that purpose. Now it now says that the man of God will be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Now, so when we study the scriptures, when we follow the leading of the spirit. We can understand everything that God has done in Christ Jesus for us. We can understand how to be led by the Spirit. How to be led by the Spirit. How to be led by the Spirit. It is in the epistles we find the evidence, the nurturing, the training in right living. A believer who is well taught God's word and is well granted will not find it difficult to understand and recognize how to walk in God's leading. When you are well taught, that's why the room for sound doctrine must be given first place in your life. 
go for sound doctrine. Don't go for places where they'll just do we'll rule to the answer. They'll check the answer at the back and just say, Jesus is the answer to the solution. <laughs> when you are well taught sound doctrine, you will know how to follow how God leads us. Now, so there are examples. So now you know that. And listen, you know, by I just want to say this by way of explaining things to you. That God is simple. I think I've said this before, right? God is simple. He's not complicated. We are just the one that need to understand. See, like I told you last week, I said, just that simple God said, uh, or that simple advice, and you check it well, can be God speaking to you and correcting things in you. Just that simple listening to this message can just be God correcting and speaking to you. Do you get what I'm saying? See, it's not complicated. Now, let's see, let's see examples. I want, to, I want to try and finish this thing today so that we can just see examples. Let's see examples of how God led people. Look at Jesus. Let's see Jesus at 4. Matthew 4, 1, to, 1 and 2. Matthew 4, sorry. Matthew 4, 1 to 2. Let's see how Jesus was led. So if you want to study, we study from Jesus, you get now. This is the leading of the Spirit. So let's see Jesus. Look at Matthew 4, 1 to 2. Then Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness. So there was other places Jesus could pray and fast. Are you getting what I'm saying? But he was led by the Spirit to the wilderness. God can lead you to go to somewhere. Are you following what I'm saying? God, you know, I've, I've been in a scenario where God can say, talk to this person. I just know in my spirit. And you know, you are growing as a believer. Everything is not necessarily out of belief. God told me, God told me, God told me. You can just say, I perceive. I sense. I, I, just, I just feel like you don't have to necessarily be shouting, God told me, God told me. You know, when people start shouting that thing, you know, it, it, it sounds like a manipulation. I don't know if you have gotten that trick before. That when people say, God told me, God told me, it sounds like, ah, God told me, that means you have to obey. No, no, no. You can be wise as a believer and just say, I just sense, I just perceive. Why about you do this? But you as a believer, that's what I've been teaching you about unknowing one another. You have to be able to sense and decode like, ah, this doesn't look like a normal one. No. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, I have a friend. I was, um, I'm trying to remember the scenario now. I, I, I know I was going to say this now. So I have a friend. So we we're, were planning something together. And the thing has reached a point And person asked me, are you sure God said, told you to do it? He, no, you know, that question came as very harmless. But to me, I knew that was God speaking to me. Did you, did I send you to do it? And that's why the person was able to change me. And just, I just, in my mind, I was like, ah, it's true. Okay, let me show you a story of Reverend Anayika. He was saying something and he said, in 1990, I think five, he went to South Africa to preach. He had a diplomatic passport. He preached in over 11, in 11 churches under the space of some few weeks that he was there. He went there. He preached. He, everything was looking so good. He said, it, it was when he got to the airport, or when he got to the flight, that he started asking, 
that it now started checking. You know, it's normal. You'll be carried away. I'll share you my own story too. You'll be carried away. Ah, experience. Ah, you want to fly. You want to preach this and that. Your ministry is taking over. So he said, it was at the airport. He just said, ah, let me even check my inward witness. Maybe God is speaking to me. Maybe God is actually leading me to go to this country. <laughs> After it ah, prayed and it's just like, wow. He now knew that God did not send him there. And he preached. He said everything went well. Everything went good. He said he knew God. He said, when now go back to Nigeria, he now had one friend. That friend said, ah, God spoke to me and said, if there's anybody that is following me, check Shego. Ah, Baba said, when I was like, ah, that's when I knew that I cannot have that guy as my friend in this life again. He said, because he knew God did not send him there. Now, let me show you my story. I remember when I was, um, we're doing ministry too and all of those things. Uh, we kept doing, we kept doing things because we want to match up. That is why I hate competition. I hate strife. I run away from it. I don't like, I don't like anybody putting me on that pressure. People are doing this, do this. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't like it personally. That's why many times some of you will come and give me an advice and say, let's just, let's just be patient. Let's be calm. Let's give it, let's give it, let's pray about it. I don't like it. I like God for leading me and say, do this. Listen, if you, if you are jumping into conclusion on time, you will not follow God well. Like I told you before, I said, if you are that type that is very easy to make decisions, maybe in the natural, you are very fast, you are very wet, you are like, if maybe you join an association like this, you know how to put the event together, you know how to plan, everything will look good. Calm down. In the spiritual, calm down. That's not how God leads you. God leading is very patient. See, listen. When you see people putting you in a hurry to do something, just know that God is not involved. He will not contradict his written word. The written word is patience. The written word is that you should be slow. Don't join those bad wagons. Be fast now. Do it, do it, do it. You know we are in a fast generation. We will get a burger king just for murdering a drive through you just drive to the window, the food is already ready. That's not the word. That's not how God leads us. Just by telling them, I need, um, but, but that me crispy chicken. Is that hell? Uh, that's McDonald's. Uh, they, they sell it in Bulgaria. Is that hell? And fries? And what? Strawberry lemonade? And you get to the window, your food is already ready. That's not how God, because it's not that fast too. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to bust your bubble. <laughs> See, God can even tell you, I've had to deal with this personally in my own life. That God can show you a vision and show you things to come. The thing will be looking like is tomorrow you are taking the nations. Huh? <laughs> Brother, calm down. <laughs> See, I can tell you that the visions God has been showing me in my life can be dated back 10 to 15 years now. I'm not lying. From a child, I've been seeing things. I know where I'm going. But everything, every day I wake up is like, ah, this thing has not happened now. <laughs> it takes time. See, that is why people rush into conclusion. You see people jump into something just because they don't want to take their time. Learn to take your time. See, learn to be patient. When you are patient, you can't miss it. Learn to be a bit slow. A bit slow. A bit slow. A bit slow. Don't be in a hurry. This life, like I was telling you on Monday, this life already has its own way of pushing you to be fast. As a child, you grow up. 
The next thing is, ah, talk now. The next thing is, go to school. The next thing is, ah, you never marry. The next thing is, ah, what's... The life already has its own challenge. But see, as a believer, be a bit slow. Your own journey, you are not a children of light. Your own journey is different from how people of darkness relate. Sorry to use that word. Be a bit slow. Be a bit slow. You might have decisions you need to make. Be a bit slow. Be that old-timer believer that says, can we just pray about it? I don't just... See, except something that I know that, okay, it's something I can quickly do. I don't just make decisions on my own and just say, you just tell me and say, can you do this and that? Me, I, I will not, not me and you. <laughs> not me and you. I'll say, sorry, give me some time. So I need to think about it. I need to be patient. I noticed that everywhere I was not patient, I made a mistake. Something went wrong. I just know. I've known it from personal experience. Some of you, it will not happen for you like that though. That's why I'm teaching you this. Some of you, it will be smooth. It's just like Reverend Rika. The journey was smooth. He even said when he was on the flight, he said there was no turbulence. He said the journey was super smooth. He said the place is God sent him to go is where there is even turbulence. That it is to look as if the plane want to crash. So it may not happen for you like that though. That when you know that it's not God's plan, it will not work out. Fam, it will work out. It might even be good. It might be everything. That's why I told you we are not led by circumstances. Don't let circumstances lead you. You're not led by do this. Somebody just say, ah, hey, half a now this is the rain now. This and that. No, no, no. You are not led by that. You are led by the written word. You have the spirit of God. Don't forget what I told you. John 8, verse 12. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So be a bit slow. Be a bit slow. Don't be that type that just jump into everything. Be a bit slow. Be a bit slow. You see Jesus. You will see in Luke 4, 1 to 2 to Jesus. You see Philip. Let's go to Philip. At 8, 26 to 29. 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 Be a bit slow. And the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, I rise and go southwards to the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem into Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch, a great authority, of great authority, under Candace, the queen of Ethiopians. I like that name, Candace. Under that, or the queen of Ethiopia, who had the charge of all treasure, and had come to Jerusalem to worship. Verse 28, was returning and sitting on his chariot, and read... Isaiah the prophet, and the spirit said of Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. He was led of the spirit. People can tell you, history can have it somehow, that this was the guy that brought the gospel to Africa. I don't know how traces. is. I have not done the research. But I've heard people say it, so don't take it all the way. I have not done the research. I don't know how traces. is. But people can say, ah, people, I've heard people say, this was the guy that brought the gospel to Africa because he was an Ethiopian eunuch. He went back to Ethiopia. And look at somebody. The spirit of the Lord led him. Don't, like I told you, obey. The spirit of the Lord will not tell you to go and kill someone. 
The Spirit of the Lord will not tell you to go and steal somebody's money. So he will not, not tell you to lie. But when you have a prompting in your spirit, go and meet that person and share the word of God with that person. You never can tell what you are rescuing the person from. I've heard Reverend Naika said many times in his life, he would just be walking on the street and the Lord would just lead him to an uncompleted building and just say, go there. And he would meet somebody who is about to commit suicide and he would preach the gospel to the person. I've had an instance when I messaged somebody, I was just praying in the night and I just had that urge to just message somebody in the night. And the person was going through, you know the person. The person was going through, it was just some weeks ago for me. The person was going through, we've not spoken in a while. And the person was going through a lot. Depression, about to die, this and that. And the Spirit of God, I was just praying, the person just crossed my mind. So just message this person. And I messaged the person, I was like, what's going on? What's, say, ha, thank God you messaged me. It just happened like two weeks ago. Thank you, you messaged me. I was, I was at, I'm at that point where I'm about taking my life. And I was just like, okay, I, can, I got you. I'll send you some of my messages, just listening. She listened to the Believer's Authority. And just, she was like, I gained some faith. I'm, I'm back in chair and everything, and everything was good. You never can tell what God is leading you to. Philip was being led to preach to a man. And listen, he did not have and build his ministry on it. God can lead you and say, just talk to this person. Just deliver this person. Sometimes it's going to be a follow-up. Just like I remember one night, me and Iyadi was talking. And we were just talking and we mentioned somebody's name. And both of us had chill all over us. And I said, let's message this person. Immediately, there was a cause and effect. We knew. And I told Iyadi, I said, see, just be ready. I know that this thing is going to happen. Just get ready. And you know that since the time we message the person, the person has been subjective to God's word. You, have, you can be led by the Spirit to talk to people. See, even in the natural, sorry I'm saying this, but even in the natural, I've had an instance where I was driving, just, just, just past this place, and you meet somebody. It has happened. And it can happen again. You just drive. There are people I've met before that God just told me, talk to this person, this person will appear out. And the person just, and I spoke to the person, the person had every information I needed. We are being led by the Spirit. Don't ignore it. Like I said, the written word will guide you. As far as it's not telling you to go and kill the person, as far as something is not telling you to go and steal the person, go and bash the person's car, go and do evil, go and do all of those things that is not in God's character, obey God's Spirit. Obey. Obey the leading of the Spirit. Please obey. Obey. A believer is led by God's word. Even the decisions to make, God can lead you and say, you don't, you don't have to pray too much on certain things. Maybe you meet a man and you don't like the person. You see that the person is not a believer. This person is not growing in God's word. You don't need a prayer to let you know that this person is not for you. You want to change the person. You are not the Holy Ghost. Follow God's spirit. Follow his leading via the written word. Follow him. You will not make mistake. Follow. You know, even, you, even when you want to make directions, you have a project to make. You have somebody calling you and say, please be a part of this project. Be a part of it. You know, you can still say, can I think? Just, you can, the best answer can just be, so they will not say, okay, you are spiritual. Can I just think about it? But in your mind, you know, can I pray about it? But if you are talking to a believer, like, ah, calm down. Let me pray about it. You are being led. 
You know you can be led to not say some things. I've had a time, I don't know if I've discussed this with you. I was talking with a friend, a close ministry associate. We do things together, we study, we pray. And we're just talking on the phone. And I said some things and I did not have peace again. Just normal things. And I did not have peace. I, I, I prayed for over two hours just to figure out what was going on. Then at the middle, I was just like, oh, I said what I should not have said. You know, you can be having a random conversation, just be gisting a person, this or that, and you just have a check that stop. You, so you, let me tell you the best way you feel it. The conversation will not flow from your mouth again. Just stop. And you know, if you go back to ask the person, did you say this? Sometimes, supernaturally, the person might not remember. Let me tell you a story of Reverend Anayaka and Kenneth again. Kenneth again has this experience that he never said certain things about his life. It happens because it's just the same thing with me too. There are certain experiences I cannot share that I have, that probably I've had with God and everything that I don't think I can share now just because I, I believe they are timing for everything. So Kenneth again had the same experience. He didn't share it and all of those things. Now, Reverend Naika had the same experience too. That the Lord showed him something and that. So he was discussing with Pastor Lola. Pastor Lola is his wife. And I was discussing with Pastor Lola and he said, um, you know this and that and that. He said, he asked her a day after. Is it a day after or a day after? Do you remember what I was telling you yesterday? He said, I, did you say anything? I, I, I don't know what happened yesterday. That that thing suddenly blanked off. Supernatural. Just because God did not want him to say it yet. You say, oh, he's my wife. He's my husband. Calm down. <laughs> He said he was discussing with the leaders in his church and he was discussing with the pastors and saying he said the same thing with them. He said, till today, that if he asked them, to, he said they don't remember. He said, I'm even saying it now because they don't even remember that I, they don't even remember what I told them. He said, supernatural. He said, God told him that that's the last time that if he sees it, he's going into, that's his own problem now. But he has tried to supernaturally block it from everybody's ear. For two times, that like, you should not try it again. He said, he's, he, he not said in that message that I'm saying this to remind myself that I should not say it. <laughs> so, supernaturally, you just discover that. How many of you have been in that scenario where you're just gisting with somebody? Just, uh, at some point, it's not as if the conversation got boring, but the thing not flow again. Just be slow. Check your spirit. Check your spirit. Be slow. Be slow. Be slow. Check your spirit. Do you, know that? Do you know that after you finish that, after you not hand it in that way, you will not bring up another interesting one. You will just go up and begin ah, this, that, that, that. Be slow. Be slow. Be slow. Be slow. Tell your neighbor, say be slow. See, there is nothing like speed. I've read my Bible all through. There is nothing like speed. Fast. There's nothing like that though. God's spirit. See, let, let me show you an example. If he took Genesis to Malachi, oh, do you know how many years it took? They've been prophesying since Adam. The seed shall bruise their heel. And he took Matthew 1 to reveal Jesus. That's something you should be slow about. It took that long. How many years? Thousands. The Messiah will come. The Messiah will come. The Messiah will come. The Messiah that came. Matthew 1. Uh-uh. I'm sure people will have even given up. How you get to what I'm saying? Be slow. You are not in a competition with anyone. Don't put yourself on that to say, let's come to you. Me, I've delivered myself from that, from that dungeon long ago. I want to match up. 
I want to meet. We must copy this person's ministry. We must do what this person is doing. We must, ah, me, God forbid. I follow God's leading. I know what to do. I am not confused. I am being led by the Spirit of God. I am being led by the Spirit of God. I am being led by the Spirit of God always. I am being led always. I know where to go all the time. So, um, you see in Peter, Peter had 10. You see, Peter had 10. You see how people were being led by the Spirit of God. Hat 10 verse 9 to 19. And we're not reading everything because of time. Hat 10 verse 9 to 19. But you will read in that place that because Peter followed the Spirit of the Lord, salvation came to the Gentiles. You read in Agabus. Agabus at 11. Hat 11. Hat 11 verse 27 to 28. Hat 11. Agabus. And that these days came, the prophets came to Jerusalem and stood and signified by the Spirit, they should be agreed that he knew by the leading of the Spirit. Agabus. You see Paul and Barnabas. Acts 13 verse 1. Separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work here unto have called them. They knew when it was time to do ministry. Paul has been studying. Paul has been doing it. But he knew when it was time to set forth by the leading of the Spirit. So listen. They are an utterance. Let me tell you something. I'm going to teach this well. In subsequent leading of the spirit teachings, via an utterance, you can be led. See, there are supernatural directions that can be given to you via an utterance. Listen, in your day, this is something and I liked it. I, I'm mentioning that because it, I just remembered just now. She came to my room one day and she said, um, she needs a direction about something that she quickly pray about it. She said she has an answer. Now listen, she said, I have an answer, but I just want to be sure if the answer is right. I said, okay, I will pray. I just, I just pray in tongues for a few seconds and, and I asked her, is it this thing? She said, oh, that's what I've been, that's, that's, the, that's the answer I got. And I said, okay, so this is the way to go about it. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Now, that's been, no, don't let me say smart. That's been understanding how to recognize God's leading. Now, follow me. I can give you an utterance now and say, by the Spirit of the Lord, you know, Texas, Texas, I don't know. I'm, I'm even actually saying something right now. Texas, I don't know what, what, what's, what we're going to do in Texas or what else, maybe a confirmation you need about Texas. I'm actually speaking by the Spirit of God right now. Texas or something. Now, you know, by via just... Texas, I don't know what you have to do there. I don't know. I'm just saying. Now, by just via Texas or something like that, you know, you can supernaturally be led in every of your directions that, okay, now, I need to start planning. I need to start doing this and that. I need to start having stuff saved up. I need to start doing things saved up. It happens that way. Supernaturally, you can be led via an utterance. But if you are not intelligent, the utterance will work and just be on your book. So, I'm going to teach you an intelligence on how to follow how God leads you, even via an utterance. Don't worry, we have, we have a long time together, so don't be in a rush. Don't be in a rush. So, you know, even via, um, even via a revelation, via seeing and knowing, how many of you have prayed or someone and you saw a location. How many of you have seen that before? 
you just saw a location in your heart it just you just knew you just saw that oh something has there's something the spirit of love will want me to do here or there's something i need to do here there's something okay just like me now i know that i've seen it i know that north america I've been doing researches and I even found out that there are 23 countries in North America. I never knew. I never. It's just recently I've just been doing research. Okay, Lord, you've been saying North America. What's up with this North America? Because it's a continent. United States is not the only. I just got out. Even Mexico, eh, Cuba, eh, Dominican Republic, all of those things. I discovered that all of even Haiti is North America. Ah, I was now wondering. <laughs> Lord, are you really, did you really speak? <laughs> now, you see, I have that leading. I know that God sent me to North America. Is it that something will not happen in Africa? Something will happen, but I know that that's not where I'm called to be. I showed you a story of Kenneth Egan and T.L. Osborne. That Kenneth Egan was not led to leave America for a long time. T.L. Osborne has been to 17 nations over. And they sat in an interview and there was no competition. They just spoke just like that. I remember Reverend Nikantel saying, Yes, yeah, so God can lead him. The work can move. America, um, um, New York. He said, but Africa, ah, I can't leave this place. He said, because this is where I know God called me to be. It's just being knowing that. I know. See, and listen, when you start praying over what you know already, you start walking in doubt, you start walking in confusion. It's just like me, I should now come and start praying that, ah, this is not America now, this and that. It's slippery. You just see somebody ask you, bros, can you preach for us in Nigeria? You just say, ah, yes. And that person says, can you? you just say, ah, God has called me. It's not God that called you. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? See, opportunities at times can be that you see a door open. That's why I say you are not led by circumstances. Remember that always. Then you see one door open, boom. They, ah, God is doing miracles. Calm down. Check the miracle well. Are you getting what I'm saying? Check it well. Be slow. Be slow. Be slow. Ephra sees that of our heart has scanned the grosh cascade and man the sources of the harsh You know, you will follow God's leading subjectively by just understanding the patience in the character of God. Many of you are too hasty. Too hasty. You need to change that. Many of you are too hasty. You want to get there fast. You want to get there fast. There is a process. There is a training. There is a training of the spirit that you need to build up at this stage of your life. See, listen. God never calls anyone by accident. God never calls anyone by accident. God never puts things in your hands when he doesn't see you are not ready to handle them. See, if you are not yet trained enough, you will not undo what God wants you to do and somebody will undo it. If you have not built yourself well enough, you will slip out of what God has called you to do. Ensure you walk in much patience. Ensure you walk in much preparation. Ensure you follow God's leading and you are a bit slow. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Sorry for me. All right, all right. Okay, so Paul and Barnabas. Um, you see Paul and Barnabas at 13, this one, one, to three. You see Paul at 16, 6 to 10. Let's see that one. Let's see, let's see a Baba, a Baba led. You know, if you know that, how Paul, oh, 
let's see how Baba 2 was late. Ah, there's something I will show you. So you may be later in subsequent series of the leading of the spirit. How they prophesy post death. Paul said, No, I'm bound to go to Jerusalem. Ah ah ah. We'll study that later. Alright, at 16. Verse 6 to 10. Now see, see our shaman, our Paul. He said, Now when they are gone throughout Paragra and the region of Galatia, and they are, he says, and we're forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Seriously? That is the Spirit of the Lord can say, don't go to that place. Yes, you want to preach the gospel. Spirit of God can say, no. Ah! I thought it was the gospel. The gospel covers the earth. The Lord. Now, don't go and use this as a laziness to go and say, I'm not let to talk to that brother in evangelism. Brother, sit down. We are, reach out. <laughs> now, see. He said, now when they are gone through our paragraph and the region of Galatia, and we're forbidden of the Holy Ghost. Look at the trust in it. That is, they had a check that no. That's just the same thing I'm telling you. Just like North America, I know I'm called to be here. Even if people give me 20 houses or mansion in Africa, you know, common sense will be like, ah, ah guy now, and they even give you business. Come and work for us, we'll pay you this and that. GB, you have school, this and that. You know, everything will be looking like God is leading you supernaturally. But fam, I'm not called to be there. It doesn't have to be sweet. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't always look for God leading and be looking for the sweetness that ah God led me. That's why it was working well. It might not always work well. God led me to the North America. People are fighting tongues. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? He says they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost not to preach the word in Asia. He now says after they've gone, so they knew where to go. So supernaturally, you are led of God. I believe. I can tell you even from personal experiences, everywhere I've made a mistake, everywhere I believe you to have made a mistake, it was just as a result of you just being too fast. I can tell you for a fact, everywhere you made a mistake, you were just not slow enough. See, one month is not being slow. <laughs> Two months is not being slow. Three months is not being, is not saying, ah, I've slowed down, calm down. See, that's why I told you, I gave you an example. Look at how many years they prophesied Jesus coming. Do you know when it took place? Matthew 1. <laughs> From Genesis 3. Do you know the thousands of years it took? Do you get what I'm saying? So God can show you a vision and say, this way you are going. Calm down. See, there is a process. He wants you to learn something in the training. He wants you to build yourself to last. He wants you to develop some certain attributes that will take you to that place. But if you don't build, if you don't, if you run away from the whole process, you will not get enough for that time. And you might eventually not even get the time because you are nowhere trained enough. Are you getting what I'm saying? Be slow. 10 months too is not, is not being, is not saying, ah, I've waited for 10 months. You can still wait more. One year is not, this and that, ah, be slow. Be slow. Slow, you will never miss it by just being too slow. I can tell you. Check it, check your life. Most places where you made some costly mistakes, you were just too fast, you were too in a hurry. There is nothing in your spirit that demands you to be too fast. Everything in your spirit is patient and slowness. Leave there's something like that. <laughs> be slow. I think the highlight for today, I think what God wants you to hear today is just be slow. 
I just think that's what God wants you to hear. I've been mentioning this thing before. It's, that word be slow is not in my notes. But I've just been mentioning it today. But I think that's something God wants you to live here with. Be slow. When somebody say, Ha! Ah, do this and that. Apply for this. Apply for that. Can I pray about it? Can I just think about it? Be slow. Be slow. Be slow. You see, you see Paul in Acts 21, 4 to 13. Just write this down for your references so that we don't we just move further. Acts uh, 21, 4 to 13. This is Paul. Acts 27, 9 to 25. Paul. How Paul followed the leading of the Spirit. Now let's see Timothy. Let's see one verse in Timothy, then we'll move from there. Timothy at 1 Timothy 1:18. How Timothy also followed the leading of the Spirit. So you see that men follow the leading of the Spirit. We too can follow the leading of the Spirit. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So you see in verse 18, it says, Now this I charge thee, son of Timothy, according to the prophecies which I went before thee, that thou wert a good warfare. Is that where I'm looking for? I think so. But according, okay, according to the prophecies. According to the prophecies means according to the direction. First Timothy 1.18. Now you find just write this down for your references. First Timothy 4.14. Second Timothy 1.6. First Timothy 1.18. First Timothy 4.14. Second Timothy 1.6. How Timothy followed the leading of the Spirit. First Timothy 1.18. First Timothy 4.14. 2 Timothy 1 6. The church of Corinth, how do they follow the leading of the Spirit? 1 Corinthians 14. You know it already. How is it then, brethren? Everyone of you had a song, had a psalm. Let all things be done unto you at the fine. 1 Corinthians 14 23 to 31. 1 Corinthians 14 23 to 31. The church of Corinth. Now, so there are prophecies concerning God's promise and leading and guidance in the Old Testament book. In the Old Testament, we saw, at, we saw in Psalm. 32 verse 8. Just write this down for your reference so that we'll move from one year. At 32 verse 8. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Psalm 32 verse 8, not at. You see from the Old Testament how people follow the leading and, and the prophecies concerning the, the leading and guidance from the Old Testament book. At 32 verse 8. Psalm 37 verse 23 to 24. Psalm 37 verse 23 to 24. Isaiah 48 verse 17. So you will see in those places, I will instruct thee, I will teach thee, I will guide thee at my own age. I am the Lord that uprooted thee with my hand. I am the Lord that leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. So you see that God's promise, the promise of God's leading and the guidance is what God will do personally. That is, this is a personal guidance. You know, collectively as a church too, you know, God can lead us too fast. That's not when somebody can now say, me, I don't feel like fasting today. You see, something has happened to you. <laughs> you know, collectively as a church, God can stay in our hearts. That's why, you know, I ask you guys, like, we do something like that. What, what do you think? No, collectively, God can just tell us like, let's just pray some more. Let's just pray about the situation. So if you are not following the leading at that time, then something is wrong. God can still at the design like, let's just study about this thing. Let's, let's dissect this thing. That's why I even told you that. Even as simple as farm, I know what to teach at times. I know I study a lot. I study every day of my life. I listen to Reverend Naika every day. I hear the word. I have the word. I told you I'm in four study groups. I have my own personal study. 
So if it is to if it is just to kill people with knowledge, I know how to do it. But even at that, I'm being slow to know what to teach. I'm just like, ah, Lord, is it, are you sure? Sometimes Tony took my notes yesterday. I was reading through. Tony said, "Have you taught everything on this?" No, I said, "No," <laughs> because it's like everything you know more than what you have ever said. I said, "Yes." I said, "Sometimes I might write notes, but I might not. Sometimes I will get there. Like, that's not what I should teach." I'll just say, okay, let's do something. You know, sometimes I might even write my notes and I might get to a point and I might stop and I'll, I'll just have a check. Don't explain this yet. Yet. They will not get it yet. Explain it later. So later on, when I just feel like that, later I'll just go back there. I'll just say, it's time you guys can get this one. Even as a preacher, I follow God with it. Sometimes you will see that I just switch. I just talk in tongues and interpretation. The reason is because I just feel it's changing my spirit. Just give them something to just... Back up what you just said. We are no utterances. The leading of God's spirit. Be a bit slow. So you see that God leads us. The promise of God's leading is what God will do personally. There's a personal guidance. There's collective ones. There's no intermediary and everything. Ezekiel prophesied that uh, we give a spirit within us. And that spirit came upon the new bed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. That's we came upon the new birth. The prophecy of Ezekiel has been fulfilled in every believer today. Ezekiel 36 verse 26. I believe, yeah. Ezekiel 36 verse 26 to 27. The prophecy has been fulfilled in everyone today. <clears throat> so, individually and collectively, by the virtue of the new birth, we have access to God. Via is leading our guardians, and we are always led by God. So it is vital for us to understand and subject our individual leading to God's leading and guidance via the written word, and ensure that we don't contradict the written word. Listen, God's leading will not contradict what He has said in His word. God will not lead you outside the scriptures. <laughs> know that today. God will not lead you to do things that are outside the world. The way God leads you is that primarily it is via the scriptures. Via the scriptures. Via the scriptures. Via the scriptures. Via the written world. So why are we studying well? If we study well, and we come to much knowledge, we will understand the written word. We will understand how God too can lead you via his written word. So when you hear voices, you will know that, ah, no, this is not God. Me, I don't hear those voices anymore because ah, I can't remember when last me I've been confused to hear 10 voices. When I was younger, I used to do, I used to be confused. I would hear like, do it, don't do it. Try it. Don't try it. So just, just take your time. Don't take your time. Touch it. Don't touch it. I used to hear all of those things. But now, nah, I know the written word. I know where the word that I can do. So there are some things that... So, yes, we have to pray about everything. But there are some things that you will know just via the written word. I'm not to pray about this now. Just like marriage. Yes, we should pray about that. But the person is not a believer. The person will not understand God's word. The person is not given to study. Person is not giving to a committed church. Person cannot love you. 
Because how will he learn how Christ loved the church? Are you following what I'm saying? Person does not pray. Then person will have me. I just sorry. You might not agree with my own philosophy. Like I say, my philosophy. I believe people have temperamental issues because they don't pray. That's just my. That's just my philosophy. You might not believe it. You might not take it. You might just know it. But I've, I've noticed over the years that when people are giving to a prayer, they likely have temperamental issues. Those smooth swingers. I was angry today. I was sad today. I was happy tomorrow. It's because you are not praying much. I just be. I not see. Let me tell you. When I was younger, I have a friend. You people know him. Soji. You've heard his name. I remember one time I posted Soji. Joy said, "This is our Soji." <laughs> That guy has serious temperamental issues. See, I'm saying because he released it. <laughs> he has serious one. You know what I did for him? I punished him. It's like, so Jaffa, let's go and pray now. Let's go and pray. After we're done praying, <laughs> this guy, all the, all, it's the guy just suddenly we your body will come. You can't finish praying and say, hand. You, you, you will not, where do you want to get the energy to be angry with somebody from? When you, you are even looking for how you want to go and rest and just lie down and just concentrate your head somewhere, you know, you know, please, I'm not in the mood for this <laughs> right now. That's what I believe. I just believe that's what I, I'm, you might not take it, but I know that you have to feed on God's word and some, it's just my own personal way of seeing it. So when you see somebody is having temperamental issues like that, if you have feed them on God's word, it's like, uh, punish them with prayer. Just give them six hours. Pray, pray. Let's go and pray. You are praying. You are busy. Also, but let's go and pray. See that if you are even having an addiction issue, I remember everyone like I give this therapy to someone that you know even as fast worldly music can be. Somebody, he said he gave somebody. He said somebody was struggling. I said he gave somebody therapy. He says him to pray in tongues for three hours and pick up the song again. Do you know that you will, it will not rhyme? Let, let, let's ask. Let me ask you. When you finished praying yesterday, did you did anyone pick up any any of those words? You could not even want to hear it because your body is sane, your mind is sane. That's something prayer does. It keeps your mind sane. Anytime you see that, let me tell you something. I don't know. I'm just talking. I had to close my nose because I feel like it's enough. That's why I closed my nose just because I don't. I'm this time that I've been training myself on how to just follow my nose and just teach and go. But I know that there's more to say. Now see. When you see that your mind is not settled, you're just having this, your mind is running enter scatter, you're losing your focus. Your mind is here, it's in marketplace. Your mind is here, here. brother, go and fast, go and pray. Take a time out. Even me, every one of us, we have it. Do you know why? We all have challenges in life. We all have things we are battling with. We all have things. Even me, me, I will take off work. I'm not coming today just to pray. I'm, I'm that, I'm like that. My sisters know. They'll just see me come back on one midnight. Me, they think I go to work. I know go to work. I went to pray. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't be that believer. When you see your mind is running here, it's running here, it's running here. Your mind is not said You don't have a focus. Your mind is not thinking straight. Brother, sister, go and pray and fast. Because if you make a decision in that unsettled mind, check it. They are not always right. You always make a mistake. Check it. I can tell you 80%. From experience, from people I've spoken to, from people I've counseled, is right. It's not eighty percent. When you just have that unsettledness, just take out that.
close your laptop, close your phone, leave Instagram. Don't go and look for Instagram quotes to motivate you. Leave all of those things. Don't go and say, oh, unless you know Instagram code. You that's when you will not open the that that's when you will not open Instagram. You just see the first thing is sadness is an option. You just choose to be it. Imagine. <laughs> you see, it is naturally it is natural to call, to be confused, but you will not be confused to say you see. I remember one a pastor friend of mine in Canada. <laughs> he was we were sharing something on Twitter. He said so. He was like, ah, I want to deal. They've come again. So he posted all the. So he was like, hey, Oji, see what they said. Is <laughs> a very is older than me, far older than me, but is we relate a lot. Is is very. I like him. It's, I hope. I hope. I thought he would be here this year, but. The corona and everything, he has to he has to stay busy in church and everything. So if not, he will have been with our conference or come later and everything. So pastor friend of mine. So he was saying something in um on in uh, on Twitter. We just started. I was like, um. So motivational speaker now said, you don't have to, don't don't rely on employers that pay you one billion. You can own your own money and make 1,000, it's called confidence. See, one day, you see, they've come. It's calm. So you cannot make all one, one billion or that something. You have to own yourself. You make 1,000. It's calm. It's, don't believe all of those things. So like I'm saying, just back to what I'm saying. A believer has a settled mind. Let me just round up with this. God leading is very simple. You're, a believer has a well-settled mind. Remember, you are led by the written word. God will not contradict his word. I've shown you examples of people listening to the tracks again. He will not contradict his written word. When you see you are losing focus, don't make a decision that time. When you see your mind is not settled, because that's when everything will not be coming. Do this, don't do that. Apply for this place, apply for this, place. don't do that. Apply for this, don't do that. Don't make any, don't do anything at that time. Don't say yes, don't say no. You want to, you want to engage yourself in a relationship or something. And your mind is not set to you. Your mind is still here. Your mind is still here. Don't say yes, don't say no. Just go and pray. You will find out everything in prayers. I can tell you from experience. When I bend my knees to pray, everything gets figured out. It might not happen physically, and that's how it is for prayer. Everything aligns itself. So, don't throw out praying. Yes, you know the written word. You know the leading of the Spirit. Yes, as you are a bit slow. Don't say, I just want to be slow. It's like we should be slow. And you are not slow and praying. <laughs> be slow and praying too. Be slow. Take your time. See, this word, they will rot you. But learn to say... Give me some time to think about it. Give me some time to... To... You know, many of us just like Instagram um, holding videos. Me, I don't know. <laughs> I've never gotten comfortable with... Handling camera and just sitting on camera and don't be looking at it like this and just talking. I'll never... Let me even tell you. Let me, let me confess my sins. Let me confess my sins today. I remember one day, during this quarantine period, I remember one day, let me, you people don't expose my, my sin. <laughs> no, that's fine. I remember one day, Pastor called me to do something that should do a video or something. I should just look at her. Ha! <laughs> Guess what? I ran. I don't pick his call again. <laughs> I could 
don't do it. I don't I don't know how to. It's just me. It's just me. It's just me. No, no, I'm not gonna tell you. It's okay. Ah. Ah. It's okay. Don't have to shame me. It's okay. No, I did I complete the story? Say where I stop where I stop. Because Alright. So now I ran away because I'm I don't know how to. I'm not that camera friend, just stay on my phone, just like, oh, bless you, people. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but listen, if you are somebody that knows how to do it, it's just natural for me. I'm not brought up that way. So it takes some trainings to adjust and all of those things. You get what I'm saying? I was brought up in a very rigid system. The woman that ordained me, if you do not pray, the, the woman that ordained me, let me tell you something. She's somebody that if you lie to her, she will ask you. This is just the question she will ask you. Do you know what happened to Ananias and Safria? You see the truth straight up. I was just saying, you, she will know. So you, when you are even going to her to give her details of, so we went for emergency. We preached this and that. She said, she will ask you. So that guy that you preached to, what happened? Just start confessing that we we, we just started eating bully together. <laughs> we just we we did not. We just changed the whole coffee. Just confess. I'm serious. So we're brought up on that. I now know. See, everybody's everybody has influences. I was brought up under that rigid system where you have to be on your toes praying. You have to be on your toes doing evangelism. Do you have to be on your toes following the leading of God's spirit, saying the truth, and all of those things? So I was not brought up to to handle cameras and all of. I don't know how to do it. It's just me. But if you are that type of person that you can sit on your phone, you can record YouTube videos for hours and all of those things. Be, be slow. Do you know why I'm saying so? You will be very social media so friendly that every little thing you want to post, you want to share a detail about something, you want to share a detail about even your life and all of those things. Take your time. Take your time. Train yourself to take your time on even what you want to post on social media. You know, some of you that post word on social media, you, sh- you post Bibles, you post um, Bible scriptures, you post all of those things. You know, you can pray sometimes and just say, Lord, lead me on what to post today that can bless somebody's life. Do you get what I'm saying? You can, before you put a status and say, Jesus is the solution to the situation, can you, you, can, you can still pray about that. That can be somebody's answer to a question. I remember one day I posted a video and that video, I don't even expect that it will generate traffic on my Twitter account. I just posted a video like this and that and that. And everybody was like, thank you, man of God. Like, huh? what, what's the video? What's the, like, not be me preaching, not preaching, preaching. What's the, like, we needed to hear this at this time. So I was now wondering, wow. So just be led by the Spirit of God. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't know if you understand. Just be a bit slow. Be slow. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Tell yourself I will be more slower. I will not make mistakes. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Ask this as a brand. Pray in the Holy Ghost.